All right, so I want to start just by saying I miss you. I miss you guys so much. And it feels like all of this scary, unknown, crazy stuff would be bearable if we could just see each other, right? And I think that's because there's so much shared love among us, right? And love really does make anything bearable. I mean, things could be hard as hell, but love could make it bearable. And I really believe that love is with us now and that our love for each other exists beyond physical interaction, which proof being so many people who are watching today who couldn't normally join us, our love for each other in this community exists beyond physical interaction. And I think our great task in this season is to tap into that love to discover it and to hold on to it and to not let it go and to believe that love can and will get us through this together. But I also want to acknowledge the realities, right? Every one of our of ourselves find us in a situation today where we're all affected by the realities of this pandemic that's happening. No matter if you are staying home, social distancing, no matter if you are working in the service industry or on the front lines in the medical field, in one way or another, every single person is being touched by what's happening right now. And so it's a really weird intersection because on one hand, the world as we know it has sort of stopped. Everything's closed, people are ordered to stay home. But on the other hand, we have no breaks from our circumstances, right? So if you are sick or someone you know is sick, they're still sick. If you're struggling with some kind of mental health issue or someone you know is, the struggle is still real. If you are stressed financially, guess what? Still stressed financially, possibly more so. If your relationships are struggling, all of these circumstances are still here with us, right? So everything that makes life hard and complicated is still here with us. And I just want to acknowledge that, okay? I want to acknowledge that wherever you are, whatever's happening on the other side of that screen, whatever your circumstances, we see you and we love you and no love or hope that me or Matt or Fran preach is preached lightly. We are really thinking about your very real circumstances and we really do grieve for the ways that life is not being kind to you right now in your specific sphere in the world. And yet, we continue to preach hope and peace and all these things because as people of faith we follow Christ and Christ is constantly extending to us unfathomable love and unfathomable hope and unfathomable peace even in this unfathomable circumstance we find ourselves in today. So in our gospel reading today Jesus says 
as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Can you say that with me? As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And Paul in 2 Corinthians reminds us that God is with us, Spirit of God inside our bodies. And what these things tell me is that in both body and spirit, we are it, us. We are it, you guys. We are Christ's body. And our job, even in these dark times, is to be light. So what this means is that we have to take care of ourselves and we have to take care of each other. First, we take care of ourselves. We're in radical self-care mode. That's what I'm calling it right now. It is not self-care mode. It is radical self-care mode. And I want to know how you are taking care of yourself right now and in the days to come. How are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of yourself? What are you doing? Think about this critically. It deserves your attention. Your happiness matters. So wherever you can find a way to indulge this week, I want to ask you to do that. I want to ask you to quit worrying about the carbs or quit worrying about your productivity or quit worrying about structure if that's not helping you right now. Quit worrying about if your kids are going to stay up to date in school. Stop worrying and just be so kind to yourself. Okay, you guys? Self, Fran says self-parenting. Yes. And also self-compassion. Tell yourself kind things. What are the messages that you are sending to yourself in this season when you get anxious, when you get angry, when you get stressed, when you get scared? What are you saying to yourself in those moments? Speak to yourself the way you would speak to somebody you love in the same circumstance. Give yourself the gift of self-compassion and take care of your physical body. We're limited, like we can't go to the gym. We can't, you know, just run to H-E-B and get whatever healthy food we want. We're trying to survive this, right, in very limited situation. But we can still take care of our bodies. We can still wash our hands for the appropriate amount of time and make that hand washing a sacred ritual. We can still take our shoes off every time we go in our house so as not to contaminate everything in our house. We can still treat our bodies kindly based on what you need right now in order to do that. It's going to be different for everyone. And finally, are you taking care of your spirit? This is so, so, so important. Are you doing your spiritual work? Now more than ever, this is important. So what I want you to do today and this week is I want you to go into the corner of your garage or your storage closet or wherever you keep it. And I want you to take down your spiritual toolbox that's been taking dust on the shelf. And I want you to open it up and I want you to take out all those tools and look through them and see the ones that you need right now and use them. And that might mean you are going into the backyard right now and cutting down things, physical activity, like Drew says. 
That might mean that you are sitting under a tree. That might mean you are lighting candles and incense and praying for people. It might mean you're reading that book you've been meaning to read. It might mean you're reading scripture. It might mean you're meditating. But you have got to prioritize your spiritual practice. We are providing as much as we can right now in the forms of coffee with a pastor daily, meditations, poetry, encouragement, hope, But we can't, as we always say, do the work for you. Take care of your spirit. It really, really matters right now. And so we take care of ourselves and we take care of each other. We take care of our community and we nourish our community, believing that even in these circumstances, our small but mighty church can thrive. Our entire society, And lots of churches, you guys, are reeling right now because they are having to abruptly learn to let go of what was in favor of an uncertain future. And that is really hard work. And it's kind of scary. It's scary for everybody. But I want to give you some hope today because I really believe that our church is kind of good at this already, right? Because we already know how to hold things lightly. We already let go of tradition left and right, let go of how things are supposed to be, let go of expectations, let go of what was working in favor of something that we don't really know yet because we have to recreate it. We're already doing the work of holding things lightly. And, you know, this whole pandemic and all of this virus stuff is scary and the conversations around it are uncomfortable and hard. And it's a lot to face, but guess what? We already are practiced in facing uncomfortable situations and uncomfortable conversations head on. We do it every week and we have been for years. We are practiced in this discomfort. And we are already practitioners in creative reimagining. So all that letting go people are doing, specifically in terms of church communities and what church tradition looks like, we're good, guys. We're good. We are so used to reimagining and making things totally new. And so I believe that we can thrive in this moment. I believe that this unknown future to come has nothing but good things for us. And I believe that we're up for the challenges and the in-between and that we can rise to this occasion together. I don't know a lot about what's to come. Honestly, I'm one of those people who is scared sometimes. But I do know one thing. I know that our sacred community is gonna be okay. And I believe that our thriving as a community will seep into each one of our own personal lives as we work, as some of us work from home, as we socially distance, and even as we possibly and eventually get sick. I believe that we can continue as a community to thrive even amidst all of that because our community will hold one another in a cocoon of love and hope and peace. And this kind of realization is a very, very healing realization. Our gospel reading reminds us of this truth as it displays Christ's healing presence in the story. Christ heals 
using creative means. Christ heals using unconventional means. Christ heals using means that are so simple, it's right in front of your face. And Christ heals using earthly ingredients and bodily senses. And what this tells me is that this healing love and light of Christ is possible both for us and from us. Both for us and from us, even in times such as this. And so my challenge for you, the two mantras I want you to keep in your head all week is one, how will you care for your body this week? It is important and essential. How will you care for your body this week? And two, how will you be the body this week? We are all able to do this. If you are working in the medical field on the front lines, you are the body to us. You are the body of Christ right now. If you're working at HEB, serving people who are trying to get what they need, you are being the body to us. If you are staying home and socially distancing and being responsible, you are being the body. If you are making lists of how you can help people in need right now, how you can help the older people in your life, the immunocompromised in your life, the service workers in your life, the local business owners in your life, you are being the body. So how can you, from where you sit, be the body this week? And so I want to end with this little poem. And it's not a little poem. It's one of my favorites. I've read it in so many sermons, but it is so powerful. And right now, more than ever, I think we need to hear it. So I want you to listen to this short poem, and I want you to receive it as a gift, receive it as a challenge, and let the words pour over you this week and in the days to come. This is Teresa of Avila, if you want to look it up later. Christ has no body now but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which Christ looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. So may you go through this week nourishing that body, caring for that body, and being that body in every way you can. And I'm going to sign off now. And guys, hang tight because Matt is going to come on with some closing liturgy that you won't want to miss. Thanks, guys.